So, ready to fall in love with your life? Ready to live your best life possible? Ready to remember that anything is possible for you and that you deserve and are worthy of the greatest experiences you could ever think of? Then join me in this conversation with our next guest. Kat Pastorkova, I'm so excited that you have agreed to be on my podcast. Thank you so much, and I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Do you want to say your beautiful name in the beautiful <laughs> accent that you have, please? Okay, so officially my name, like in Czech, Czech, properly Czech language, it is Katerina Pastorkova, but beautiful. you know, it definitely in English, it sounds <laughs> it, in all different varieties, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> language is definitely a muscle memory in the jaw, I don't have that, <laughs> so... We definitely need you to say it, yeah. Um, but thank you so much for agreeing to um, be on my podcast. Because um, so I met you 2015, so seven coming up on seven years wow. ago. You trained me at one of my first jobs in Canada. Um, at what we were doing. Um, front desk agent. Yep. My first time working in a hotel. I obviously came from customer service, but. Um, yeah, and my impression of you was like, this woman is so sweet, so open, so loving, so kind, and I was just so grateful you were my trainer. <laughs> and um, yeah, and just, I'm, I'm glad we've been able to stay connected, and here we are, six years later, I'm sitting in your beautiful living room, dining room, like open space house on a 60 acre property in North End of Vancouver Island. It's just amazing to be here. So I'm just so excited that I can talk to you and like ask you, how did you get here? You know? Um, so first question I always start off with people is, are, do you love your life? Are you in love with your life? Yes. You yeah. are? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And what do you love the most about your life? Oh, I think that's a very specific question. I don't have a very specific <laughs> answer, right? Because, you know, like, I feel like that it always go with up and downs. Yeah. And it's just, like, important to uh, uh, concentrate on the, the up part. And always, if you are down, just keep going and say it's down because I need to see that I'm going to go back up. Yeah. Um, so I don't have anything very, very specific. I just feel that I'm very, very um, happy and... Uh, that that we are living now where we are and that we were kind of like you know following our dreams and we got the opportunity to actually kind of fulfill them more than we would have ever expected especially like at that part of our age we were thinking that maybe it would have happened in the next 20 years right like yeah. and actually we are able to we were able to purchase this property which is our dream property and kind of follow the next steps around it it's yeah. definitely not always sweet and easy yeah um but yeah it's uh, very exciting so i think that uh, that approach of life is ups and downs you have your highs and lows but to focus on the highs yeah. and know that when you're in the lows it will go back up yep um that's I think a crucial mindset for creating a life that you love, and I'm, I've heard that with my two previous guests now, that same kind of <laughs> mindset. So I'm, I'm finding a thread here in these interviews, but so would you say that you've always, I mean, you could say that's an optimistic kind of yep. like approach to life. Yep. Would you say you've always been like that, or would you yep. say that you don't? Yeah, yeah. I'll Generally, be. that's your demeanor? Is yes. that what kind of family yeah. you came from, like your parents were? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I always have been that way that I always have been trying to find more the most fun part about what is happening rather than 
diving down into the darkness and yeah. like kind of like why this is happening to me like if something bad is happening versus being like okay this is happening now but it's like means that I'm down and I only can go from here I can go back up, I go up. yeah and then like you know even we live in this beautiful property and we are basically living our dream we still have bad days yes we still kind of sometimes feel is it too much Um, oh yeah, I, I would imagine you could get overwhelmed yes. by the responsibility of this space. Yes, for sure. And it's you know it's for us it's the first year too, so it's lots of finding actually the wheels to make it all spin on the right speed yeah. and all the wheels spinning at the same time. Totally. So it's definitely can be challenging and upsetting sometimes. Yeah. But it's always like important to realize like I'm actually this is the dream. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually the dream I have yeah. been always dreaming about. And yeah. for sure in the dreams it seems everything way more sweeter. Yes. Than when you are in the reality totally, after. Yeah. Reality is way different. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But yeah, just always come back to okay, this is actually my dream and yeah. I'm honored to be here. So yeah. So that's great. So you're not dwelling in why is this happening to me? Why don't I feel great? You know, it's almost like with babies, you know, and they get upset <laughs> and you're like, quick, like distract them, like refocus their attention basically onto something that settles them. Yes. Like that is basically how we can <laughs> treat ourselves like babies. Right? Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. great. That's a good, like actual supportive tool to have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, have you ever had an experience in your life? So I, you're in your 30s, right? Yes. Like in the 30s? Um, I think we're the same age. 33. Oh, okay, you're But younger than me. <laughs> it's yeah. three years since yes, I know. It's like a couple months there or yeah. there. Um, so have you ever had a time in your life, in your 33 years, where you did go into a dark period, where you felt a little like you didn't belong, things aren't really working out for me, I'm not happy... Like, did, do you ever, did you ever have that kind of time mm, in your life? We definitely, well, I cannot say, uh, if I think about it that way as a dark, dark period, I do not have any dark period on my mind, like, mm -hmm. just like, you know, darkness. Uh, yeah. Um, but we definitely, especially with Matt, we went through some challenging times, which were especially at the beginning of our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, Because basically... <laughs> and Matt's your husband. Matt is my husband, and yes. And he's been married for... 10 years now. 10 years. It's going to be 10 years this oh, year. Oh, wow. So you were young too when you guys got married. Yes, I was young, yeah. And I was basically, at that time, I was in Canada on working holidays mm -hmm. when we met. And I was just, my visas were finishing at that time. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of hoping to stay for only a few more months. Yeah. And I just went through broke up. And it's a, it's a whole romantic story. If anybody ever might want to make a movie about it, I think it would be a great, like, <laughs> just a, a story for that. Basically, I just broke up with a boyfriend, with which when I came here from Czech Republic, I uh, didn't plan to get into any relationship at, at, uh, at all. And uh, I was staying just for a few extra months, working on my visas. In the meantime, I met Matt. And I was like, oh, this guy, it's lots of fun, but I'm not ready for any serious relationship, like, la, la, la. Yeah. Anyhow, ended up that three months later, we got married together because I was uh, supposed to be deported. And at the same time, when we got to the point, he really wanted to, like, he was like, if you're gonna leave, I'm gonna move with you to the Czech Republic. Wow. And I didn't want him to leave his business here just for moving to Czech Republic. So I was like, so basically we ended up getting married wow. um, together. And uh, it was kind of at that time, it was, what am I doing again? But at that time I told to myself, well, I have a person here with which one I like to spend the time. 
right now I don't have anything waiting for me at home and if it doesn't work out what I would rather see in my life if it doesn't if I decided not to get married with him and leave right now maybe I would be for the rest of my life always having in my head what if Yes. What if I got married with him and if it would have worked out? So I rather went with the choice of I like him, we enjoy spending time together. Um, I don't know if it's for four years of relationship or if it's going to be just a few months. But even if it doesn't work out, we won't be the first people ever getting divorced. Yes. So that was my approach at that time. And definitely uh, because I had to wait for my paperwork, so I was kind of couldn't really work full time, mm-hmm. couldn't work at a time. And it was very hard, I feel like, for us because it was we just moved basically together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was waiting for my paperwork. Um, I didn't really know if I did the right choice or not. So at that time I had a lot of thoughts, but I was like, okay, maybe I should have go home. I should have, you know, yeah. go to back to what I know, but oh, yeah. I am and I know that language and I can like do yeah. basically any job or, you know, kind of have the more security, yeah. just the stability from what you know, yeah. versus being here in completely unknown what's going to unfold. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely, I feel like that was one of the hardest times for us. And since then we grow so much yeah. and it will be now 10 years. So yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's probably what comes to me, like kind of the dark unknown time yeah. really when you are not sure what's going to happen, what's going to come. Yeah. And you really have no clue if you did the right decision yeah. or if you basically went completely the yeah. wrong way. Well, okay, I'm sitting here 10 years <laughs> later. <laughs> That's incredible to hear that story because I wish you guys could see this house that I'm sitting in right now. It is so open and like the windows are so, there's so many windows, it's bright, it's like spacious. It's amazing to hear that story because like that was a starting point. I don't know if this is going to work out (laughs) sitting here. It worked out, I would say. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. It's that point too of like, um, it's easy to fall back into a routine that you know and yeah. not to want to like push yourself um, to try something new but that's like you know how they say like growth is outside your comfort zone yes. you know and that's yeah. really yeah so that's incredible that point about asking yourself okay am I gonna regret this 10 years from now that what? is such a great reference question and I me and Andrew have had so many conversations like that where there's like fear of doing something because it's like fear of failure, fear yeah. it's not going to be the right choice. But it's like you get experience in that and you get yeah. to see yourself in something new. And like it is that point of if you don't do it, you won't know. And you will be in the same position you're in. Whereas if you're willing to just try it and it doesn't work out, you have gained all this experience and now you know for sure. And I think that's like so cool that you came to that conclusion, you know, uh-huh. or like that's how you like processed your life and stuff you know yeah yeah and that have been basically kind of the question every time like before we moved here and we were able to buy this dream property Mm -hmm. we basically went through I think four properties like buying and selling Uh so it all started with little like our first apartment was literally like (laughs) about the size of the playroom yeah (laughs) what is the size of the playroom now that was our first apartment which we were buying in Squamish in like 2013 yeah like 14 maybe like Mm -hmm. year and a half let's say after we got married and uh, I basically had a setup job at that time and everything just like going the right direction and it was funny because at that time we were living in Whistler the whole time and all of our friends were in Whistler and everybody at that time was like 
what are you doing guys yeah why are you buying because it was after the market crash like and everything was coming back up yeah everybody was like why are you buying now everything everything is now getting like so expensive yeah and we're like well even if we buy the one bedroom little apartment we will still be paying the same money as we are paying in rent to somebody in Whistler. Yeah. And that was our motivation for that. Mm-hmm. And we will be owning it. And we didn't see before, like, we hope that we will have some return from it in the future that it will gain some value. But there is, it's so unpredictable, right? Yeah. And it have been every single time we sold and we bought the new property, the next property, mm-hmm. that have been every time. For example, when we... Um, bought our last property in Pemberton, yeah. which was our third property. Basically, we went to apartment. From apartment, we went to a townhouse in Squamish. From townhouse in Squamish, we went to house in Pemberton. When we bought a house in Pemberton, we were like, "Okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the final point. Like Pemberton will never ever get any crazy increase in value. <laughs> it's just a small village, right? And like we were like thinking, this, that's it. That's kind of the final stage. But yeah. also at the same time, when we were living there, we know that it's not the thing we want for yeah. for forever ever. Yeah, yeah. That it's not the ideal. But at the same time, there were like no resources to get to something like this. Yeah. <laughs> But just like we kind of kept looking and kind of keep our minds open for location. Yeah. Just like, you know, I feel like that you cannot be stuck like being like, okay, I'm living now in Whistler and I want everything. If you are stuck on Whistler and Whistler is the heart yeah. for your life and you will do anything to live in Whistler, it's completely fine. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the wrong, but for us it was like, we want to have uh, no neighbors. And yeah. that was kind of our, our driving point for yeah. being open to basically go to Vancouver Island or go to Quebec or go to yeah. whenever we need to go to find uh, yeah. what we want. So it right? didn't matter where, it was just like, this is the feel we want. That, yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, and that point of um, being open and not being too stuck on, it has to be this way, it has to play out this way. I'm a big advocate on that too because I think when you give room to life to kind of like Lead you. lead you and guide uh-huh. you it can do amazing, amazing things, things. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sure you didn't have this visualized for yourself no no <laughs> but no. like you've been here for a year so it's probably not a big deal to you but I'm still like oh <laughs> it's so beautiful and like to me it's like yeah it's just incredible so also that point of it took steps. This is not like an instant. This is a 10-year process to get here. So it's that point of like life can move slow and like learning how to walk that pace of like... So how long... You you told me the story a little bit about how this property came about, but when did you guys first... Like Um, when did you guys... After you moved to Pemberton, like when did you guys start saying, okay, I think we want to maybe look at something else now? Um... We always kind of like, because we have been in the real estate kind of like watching properties just by habit because we yeah. bought and sell three times. Yeah. So I think we kind of were still getting the automatic like yeah, yeah. email messages sure. of like what is up for sale and stuff. Yeah. So we always have been talking about what we like, what we prefer. Mm-hmm. But I think that at one point, like actually before, <laughs> yeah, it was actually before we came here, uh, we, this property was as a short-term rentals, was running as a, as a vacation rentals, basically the suite where you were staying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we stayed here yeah. the first time when we came here. We were at that point, I think, because we already, we just, like, Natalie was just born, our child was just born. Mm-hmm. 
Our, uh, we were basically just like set up that we are staying in Pemberton mm -hmm. because we thought, oh, we are nearby the schools. We so we even invested money. We got a swimming pool for the house and kind of like set it up more um, the way we wanted it. Yeah. And uh, at that time we were like set up. We are staying basically for the next five, ten years. Who knows? We yeah. still had a dream of what we want, the acreage, yeah. but we were like, okay, we are most likely staying here now. We have a child. Yeah. You know, things will not move that fast as yeah. used to when we were just two of us. Yeah. And that was the time when Matt found this online just for sale, but it was in an amount of money which we were not able to source anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, at one point I was like, oh, you know, wherever it's summertime, let's just go for vacation yeah. and let's just explore Sayward in yeah. North Vancouver Islands where we never have been before. Yeah. So we came here for three nights, I think, and we just loved that property, like in the summertime, the Sandy White Beach, like it was just us basically on a private oh, yeah. Sandy White Beach mm -hmm. with a little shallow water and some yeah. swimming holes. and. It was so lovely. Yeah. And so we fell in love with it and it's stuck in our heads, in our minds for quite a bit. And when we returned to Pemberton, we're like, well, let's just try. Let's just offer, try to offer them what, like what we can afford yeah. and see what will be their reaction back. Yeah. So the first time we made the first offer on this place, which was for sale, it didn't go through yeah because there was at that same time somebody else was giving them offer way higher but they wanted to build it into resort but they didn't do their homework because this is agricultural land so it's not possible anyways oh, okay. at that time there was somebody else interested in the same time offering way more money yeah but actually it, it wasn't work. it wasn't possible yeah anyhow so at that time we're like, okay it's not meant to be it's okay yeah we just keep moving on right living our life like that's keep going with the plan that we are staying in Pemberton, we yeah. have our good home, like yeah. we are secured, we don't have to, um, we don't have to have to move away. Yeah. And uh, so it stayed and basically in the next few months, like I was watching still the real estate market in Pemberton, Matt had a very good year with his business and like December, November, I was like, I think we should try like see what, what we can do now. What is like financially, that was kind of my initiative because the previous sales and buys was usually met, which was like the one pusher of like, let's sell now. Yeah. <laughs> let's switch. Let's like flip it again. Yeah. And this time it was me and I was like, I feel like that we can probably now get it done. It was like, oh, I'm not sure we should wait after New Year's. Anyways, we ended up basically giving them offer at the beginning of December and they accepted our offer. Wow. So, and that time, and we had to sell our home over the Christmas time last year. Wow. And everything was like just moving week and by then, week. Yeah. And everything has to be done. So, yeah. by basically by March, we were moving here last year. At the end wow. of March, we moved here. That's but, amazing. Yeah. And that's Nat's second birthday around time of yes. her second birthday. Just yeah. like right, like three days after her second birthday, we were oh, moving amazing. over here. Yeah. So, so that was like the... What day was that? Do you remember? Oh, uh, 30th of March, 29th of March. I so think my water broke and I was going into labor with <laughs> <laughs> my baby. Yeah. It's amazing. Were... Two big life events yeah. happened. Yeah. But it was kind of like interesting that at that time I was actually the one who was pushing for a little bit more that I had the feeling that yeah. we can get it done and it was still in our heads and the property was still six months later, it was basically still for sale yeah. and it all ended up happening. Lined up. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that because it's so like I 
in the last, I would say, eight months have really kind of shifted my perspective about life and like mm-hmm. came into some really striking realizations for myself as a mother. You know, uh-huh, I'm a new uh-huh, mother uh-huh. and like just I feel like my whole like my heart opened up and like the nice. way I approached life was just like all of a sudden it was old thinking I had, but that I had let kind of uh-huh. go dormant for a decade and uh-huh. it just like came back alive. And so when I'm hearing like you talk about like, oh, we tried to do this, but it didn't work out. And oh, it's not meant to be like that's in line with what I started to look at, too. Like things are so specific, you know, like things have this like perfect timing and like mm-hmm. alignment. And like it's amazing because you think there's seven billion people on this planet, but every single person has such a unique like relationship to mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. and how things move. And so I feel tempted to just dig a little deeper into like your spiritual spirituality religion uh-huh. like do you have um like where do you stand with like um, that stuff i never really have been do you have any kind of like practice i it's funny because i just started recently um meditating and like right. getting diving a little bit into meditation and mm-hmm. like opening my mind kind of in different ways too yeah um i always have been kind of open-minded but basically i would say i grew up in nature like we had a like yeah. basically a cottage so i have been really spending lots of time in nature so always like you know have been like i'm close to kind of the uh, rural style living when you have your vegetables and your food everything from your garden so kind of like I feel like that I'm close to the kind of a nature and the yeah. flow of life in nature yes but I never have any spiritual like didn't really have any beliefs I have been yeah. open-minded yes. and following common sense yes open-minded and following common sense that's Perfect. how I would have described myself amazing for the most of my life yeah without any but like I never have been let's say like into yoga a lot or meditations or anything like that yeah. I just now starting to kind of add in a little bit of things yeah but in like slow manner but yeah, yeah it definitely like opening my eyes a little bit more yeah. to different kind of energies and vibrations and yes well it's interesting because i i think that the natural world nature is like the most like attuned harmo- harmonious like expression of life on earth right and that's who we are that's our natural expression is nature you know so the fact that that's where you come from makes sense that like you haven't had to do like people meditate and do yoga to get themselves like in alignment but like you can just be in nature too and play and even that mindset of like looking for the fun like where can I have the most fun here you said that I was like brilliant like that's exactly it like I feel like there is such an ease and flow to life that there's not a lot of effort or pushing or forcing Mm -hmm. there is like a surrender and like that is when you really like you're like can really get yourself into the flow and the current of life that is like abundant and thriving, you know. Uh-huh. So I think that's so cool that you haven't had to do much <laughs> in terms of like, I mean, it, Andrew's the same way. He comes from five acres out, you uh-huh. know, and, and with the garden and, and you know, make, killing their own food and uh-huh. growing their own food. And like uh-huh. just that connection to nature, I feel like is what creates the best alignment for us you know Mm -hmm. so that's awesome to hear that but also like that you're getting into meditation and I've also started meditating the last eight months and I would say I always had a very open mind but then I also became very um strict Uh on certain ideas Uh that I was practicing 
which led me back to like my like reopening my mind to everything and it's been amazing how things move when you're in that flow mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's great it's yeah, awesome it's incredible <laughs> i just will tell you so i grew up um like i was baptized catholic and okay. I, I, there's christianity in my family and then my mom was very spiritual but sitting in your room right now there's these windows and this like um what is that called the oh the vaulted ceiling vaulted ceiling it's very church-like to me i feel like i'm in a, a holy room that uh, we should be praying <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do it's fully open to you anything you guys could totally put some um what's it the glass oh, mirror yeah, the yeah, glass the, colored glass colored glass i don't yeah, know what it's yeah. called but um, i know exactly what you mean stained glass stained glass yeah, yeah it's yeah. very like uh, um, it's like a holy communion happening here (laughs) I love it I love it because it's just like yeah it's just a very easy flow like you didn't have to go through a lot of hard times to get I mean obviously we have our personal like struggles that we go through but like overall there is such an ease a sense of ease and flow to you that is just like incredible and it makes (laughs) sense that you know Thank you. This is what you would create, an environment that has this ease and flow and this. Obviously, I'm not trying to make light of life. It can be very, you know, challenging and, like, really push you to your limits and make you, like, really dig deep into yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's something very easy about this space and you, you know? When I first got here, after you gave us the tour of the property, I was so taken aback by like your graciousness and your loveliness and like I just was like and I almost felt like there was a point in me of where I was like I felt a little undeserving and it was like I was so happy to see that because I could see this is something I still have um to be able to like lift myself up to that like you know I'm here sitting alongside this being speaking to her and her graciousness is my graciousness and her loveliness is my loveliness like that's what you know the law of attraction like the you know when you get in alignment like so I'm excited to be here because it's just it's I feel like this space is what I've been cultivating in myself even Mm -hmm. you know so to experience just three days of it is so exciting for me because I feel like this is a part in my path that shows where I'm at and where I've been, what work I've been doing, you know? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's just amazing for me too, you know, to be here. Oh, and, that's great. That's amazing. I, and that's, I kind of feel like that's our, you know, when you were asking us one of the questions, you were asking me like, what is the like future plan like with the property or yeah. kind of, I just feel like that like also we are just happy that we can, that we can make our like be substantial like have a, enough of income coming from something what we enjoy doing which yeah. is everybody's dreams come true right course, yeah and that we can actually that we can share something like this with other people yeah. i just feel like it brings in like so much joy because at the beginning we have been of course nervous because we never have been living in savored yeah. uh we didn't know are we gonna be attracting enough of traffic? Yeah. Is it gonna be working out? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, usually everybody just like feels the place like something what is very positive. Mm-hmm. And we basically never had anybody who said, oh, this is the most terrible place I have ever been to. Of course, yeah. It usually goes exactly the opposite way. And just to be able to share it with people, yeah. it's bringing us the, you know, it's it's the joy of being able to do what we want to do, but at the same time, it's bringing the, like, 
able the option to relax and like yeah. being able to share with other people. Of course, it's, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. we are always super happy when we hear people that they really enjoy it and it was, yeah. you know, something would like was the highlight yeah. um, of your traveling, of your vacation. Like yeah. that's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that is a byproduct of when you are in such alignment with your own life and you're following your joy and you're following fun and you have this easygoing approach. I feel like the byproduct is you're so filled with like how good life is that you have nothing but to like like it's like that your cup runneth over like you have you're so fulfilled you have more to share with other people you know and I think that's the beauty about like really getting in alignment with the natural flow of life which is this thriving like expression that it naturally then creates more for others and then other people are like oh this is a part of life that I can actually experience and I can create this for myself, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that's amazing. It's like a plant that um, produces a little fruit that has so many more seeds inside of it and now it can create so much more plants from that and food, you know? Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's like, that's nice. nature too. It's like everything is naturally self-sustaining and, you know, what it creates, it creates more of, you know? Last question is, what, um, what do you do daily to kind of like keep yourself in tune and like grounded and like how do you support yourself every day to like just like uh, keep yourself i wouldn't say it happens every every day but mm-hmm. basically like always what my have been thing to do or to go to is just go and take a walk mm-hmm. and here it's basically because we have the chickens it's just the way that you have to go out to the chicken cube yeah and walk outside breathe in the fresh air mm-hmm. Say hi to the chickens and like see your animals. Kind of adjust that. It's kind of the highlight of the day, which yeah. I'm not always excited about. I'm not always looking forward to it because I have to do other stuff around. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things that like when we are just able to walk outside and get the fresh air, mm-hmm. or just at the end of the day, like in the summertime, if you can just sit here with the sunset and mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's amazing. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not necessarily doing something something mm-hmm. uh, even though on now I'm trying to be uh, on the meditation and try to do meditations every day mm-hmm. but that have been just a recent change yeah in my life so yeah. I cannot say that this is really what I do yeah, because yeah, yeah. it have been recently yeah um, but yeah walks in the nature I would say or yeah. just in the summertime in the springtime when I can go outside plant some seeds mm-hmm. being in a garden when you just go and pick up mm-hmm. your fresh herbs yeah uh, from the garden in mm-hmm. the evening when you are cooking your dinner and stuff like that that's oh, just totally. the little tiny things yeah totally which make it extra yeah. better yeah <laughs> absolutely okay last last question if um, you were talking to someone who is feeling like things don't really work out for them and they're feeling frustrated and things, you know, just don't flow and like they just don't have, you know, that optimism or hope. Like, what would you say to someone like that? Uh, when I get in situation, I feel that way. Mm-hmm. And if I feel like really like it's terrible, 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 and I don't really know how to cope with it, mm-hmm. I found my my forever kind of a mantra or saying in my life i've been saying never say never mm-hmm. that was one of the things mm. but now i also added to it that sometimes things have to go to for the new things to come in yes so that's kind of my two things never say never to always stay open to new things yeah because sometimes we can really settle and stay comfortable in stillness yeah which is not getting us anywhere yeah. either way yeah. and, and i think it's sometimes it's important to progress 
Yeah. Um, but also, yes, if something terrible, terrible happens and you really feel there is no way out of it or you don't know how to get over it, I just feel like that, you know, sometimes some things have to go for yeah. the new things to come in. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, wildfires in the forest, you know, it gives such, you know, a fresh start to what's left, you know? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Short and sweet. I feel like it was so good. So so good. So thank you so much for agreeing oh. and for letting us come and enjoy this beautiful space. And you will see us a lot. Oh no, coming. You're welcome anytime. Just awesome. message me anytime you want to come back. We'll awesome. be so happy to have you back. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kachka, for having us and for agreeing to be on my podcast and to share such a wonderful message. Uh, for our listeners, I think the biggest takeaway for me is that life doesn't have to be that serious. It can be an easygoing approach. You can, you know, life doesn't have to be so serious, really. Just life doesn't have to be so serious. And, you know, there's always a different way to look at things to have a different experience in your life. Like uh, Kat was mentioning, you know, never say never. If you're feeling low, it can only go up. And, you know, sometimes you do have to let things go in order to create a new. And so these are just such simple, um, you know, principles and perspectives to have and apply in your own life to make sure that you're continuing to move and flow. Uh, like she said, you know, sometimes being in the stillness isn't always the best thing for us. And, and I think of running water is the cleanest. And so um, whatever we're able to do to support ourselves to keep moving, keep flowing, keep living, keep expressing, keep learning, keep, um, you know, experiencing the fullness of life in all aspects with all people. I think that's the best thing we can do for ourselves in our lives and our, our process of development and growth and, um, you know, creating our utmost potential. So thanks for listening and being here and walking with, and we will see you next time. <laughs>